Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is Building Our Future. This is a unique time in the history of St. Michael Church. God is calling us to take courageous steps forward. Together we will build a future where the kingdom of God can be seen and known in new ways. As the psalmist says, Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 51 through 58. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When this perishable body puts on imperishability, and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast and movable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Here ends the reading. Therefore, it is an easily overlooked word, but the Apostle Paul uses it with immense significance. It's a word that signals the culmination of an argument, a word that encapsulates all that has been said before and points us towards a resounding conclusion. And what is this conclusion? Paul urges us to be steadfast and immovable. He encourages us, the reader, to excel in the work of the Lord because we know that what we're working for and working towards is something imperishable and immortal. When we think about what it takes to build for the future, we must remember that the work we do now, the investments we make in our community and church, are not just for today or the next few years. They are investments that ripple through time, helping to shape and support future generations and molding a new community that carries forward the legacy of faith and service that we steward now. Paul was writing to churches that were looking towards the future, sometimes needing help and guidance and often needing many things covered through different parts and topics contained in the letters. But here we have Paul giving a word of confidence, a little encouragement, a gentle push reminding the readers to have confidence in what God is doing in their lives and in the lives of others. And he reminds us as well to have confidence in what God is doing in our congregation and in our surrounding communities. I think we might sometimes forget to give ourselves a word of confidence in times like these. When starting something new, a big building project, or a big change in our lives, we might fail to notice just how we're being affected. I remember many years ago, I was on my own career path change. In the span of one year, I had finished graduate school and then gone through the police academy and I was preparing to begin my first day on the road. And I felt a little anxious. 
After all, this was a monumental change in my life, a complete shift in my routines, my outlook. It was a whole new set of challenges to face, some that could be very real and threatening. The unknowns were overwhelming. In that moment, a friend offered me a word of confidence. They simply said, you have nothing to worry about. You are so prepared. You've passed all the tests. You've passed all the training. You are ready. And that one last word of confidence was exactly what I needed. It helped me recognize that what lay ahead wasn't unexpected. It was what I had been prepared for and made ready for. In the same way, we embark on this immense project to reinvigorate our church campus. We might wonder if it's right, if it's possible, or what exactly it will look like in the end. There might be some anxiety about all the things that will change and concern about what would stay the same. These are natural feelings. But we do need to remember that we are prepared for this. We are ready to look towards a different kind of church and community that welcomes the 21st century and makes us ready to be the community that God has called us to be. Doing this work is an act of confidence. Confidence that what we are doing is to help advance God's kingdom. It's about building up ministry and fellowship, not only for this congregation, but for the community around us. It's an act of confidence because reinvigorating and reworking is a testament to our commitment to continue offering ourselves as a place of hope, worship, and refuge, and community to all. When we hear Paul's words in this reading from 1 Corinthians, we see a call to action. We are encouraged to be unwavering in our faith and resolute in our service. As we pour our efforts into building our future, we can do so with confidence because we are building a community that is eternal and transcends our own lifetimes. What does building our future mean for us today? It means taking a step forward in faith, knowing that we are well-equipped, prepared, and empowered to make a difference. Our efforts today lay the foundation for a vibrant and welcoming church community that will endure for generations to come. And we remember that we do not do this labor in vain because our labor is in the Lord. Therefore, may each of us be steadfast and immovable and excel in the work of the Lord. May we be confident in this declaration of faith that God is working in and around our community. Encourage those around you to get involved and participate in the capital and annual campaigns in whatever way they can, to share in the excitement of building our future together. After all, this is not just about bricks and mortar, but creating a space where lives are transformed, where faith is strengthened, and where love and compassion flourish. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. 
almighty and everlasting God. In Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.